This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there, and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Great to be back here with you. And today we wanted to follow up and continue with some of the frequently asked questions that ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com receives uh, about their services, about getting Italian citizenship. And, and recently we did a couple of episodes on applying at the consulate. And this episode may be a one-parter or a two-parter, so keep an eye out. Uh, and we wanted to talk about frequently asked questions uh, regarding spouses of Italian citizens. Uh, this is also, uh, again, another article that you can find on ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com and then go to News and Articles. And this article is called FAQs about Spouses of Italian Citizens. And the first question that we should jump into is, can the spouse of an Italian citizen get Italian citizenship? It's a good question, and the answer is yes. Um, also, the spouse of an Italian citizen can apply for Italian citizenship by marriage, even if the couple never resided in Italy, which is kind of different from what happens in other countries, for example, in the US, where you have to reside in the US as the spouse of a US citizen for a while before uh, being able to apply for US citizenship. In the case of Italy, it's not required to reside in Italy. So no matter if you live in Italy or if you live abroad, if you are married to an Italian citizen, you can apply for Italian citizenship through marriage. That's, that's, that's really interesting. And what would some of the factors be regarding that ability to get Italian citizenship be in this case? You can apply for citizenship through marriage after three years from the marriage if you reside abroad or two years if you reside in Italy. So the wait time, the waiting time for you to be able to apply for citizenship through marriage is different depending on whether you live in Italy with your spouse or if you live abroad. And that waiting time is cut into half if you have minor children. So if you have minor children that were born within wedlock, then you can apply for citizenship in one and a half or one year, respectively, um, depending on whether you live abroad or in Italy. That's really interesting. And uh, another factor that I, I guess would make a difference in the ability for the spouse to be able to get citizenship theoretically is that we know for Italian citizenship by descent that there's not a language requirement. But what is the requirement or is there a requirement for the spouse of an Italian citizen? Speaking Italian is now a requirement. It's a fairly new requirement which was introduced back in 2018. And for all applications submitted after uh, 2018, after the moment in which the law came into effect, speaking Italian is required. The way it works is that you have to take a language test before you submit the application. So the language test results are part of documentation that you need to submit to the consulate when you apply for citizenship through marriage. The level required uh, is B1, so it's lower intermediate, so you don't have to be extremely fluent in Italian. You need to be able to speak at a certain level and you can take the test in any school in Italy 
or abroad that is approved by the Italian government. Now, the easiest way to understand if that school is approved by the Italian government is to ask the school uh, if they are, but there is also a tool on the website of the Italian government uh, where basically you can learn which ones are the schools in your area that are approved by the Italian government and that can actually help you take the B1 test that is necessary to apply for citizenship through marriage. Now, this requirement, though, does not apply to couples who were married before 1983. I said couples, I should say, to women who married Italian men prior to 1983. The reason is that um, before 1983, a woman was automatically considered to be an Italian citizen uh, if she was married to an Italian citizen. So there was no choice. The, the acquisition was kind of automatic. That is why if you are a woman who got married to an Italian citizen or to an American citizen who obtained Italian citizenship by descent, uh, prior to 1983, then you do not have to take the language test. Also, the application process is different. You do not have, and we talk, we will talk about that in a second, but the application process now involves uh, taking the language test and then submitting the application to the Ministry of Interior. But if you are a woman who married an Italian man prior to 1983, then the application must be submitted uh, through the Italian consulate, the local Italian consulate, so not the Ministry of Interior in Rome. Also, the language test is not required. The fee does not apply, so you don't have to pay the 250 euros uh, fee that is applicable to people who were married after 1983. And also, the nature of the process is different because you are granted Italian citizenship basically retroactively, so from the moment of the marriage, not from when the application process finishes. So for couples who got married after 1983, uh, the woman or the man becomes an Italian citizen when the application process is finished. So when the Ministry of Interior formally grants citizenship for women married to Italian men prior to 1983, the consulate grants citizenship retroactively, so from the moment of the marriage. And that's basically because the consulate just acknowledges a situation that happened already back then uh, through the marriage. Also, I said a moment ago that it also this special process also applies to women who got married to American men who have the right to Italian citizenship by descent. When that man becomes an Italian citizen, his spouse, his wife, who got married to him before 1983, can apply for citizenship through marriage and go through this simplified process. And the reason behind that is that even if the man was not an Italian citizen at the time, when that man gains Italian citizenship, jura uh, sanguinis, that acquisition is also retroactive. So it goes back basically to the the birth of the man. So the, the consulate that grants Italian citizenship by descent, Iura Sanguinis, basically acknowledges the fact that the, the man in question was an Italian citizen since birth. And therefore, he was also an Italian citizen at the time of the marriage. That's really interesting about that that little extra topic for the couples who were married quite a while ago. I mean, this is something that we have spoken about in previous episodes, but it's something that I always find fascinating about how 
even though Italians, uh, the citizenship laws have changed over time, that some things will be recognized in a different way based on these little different uh, bits and pieces that can come along. But uh, to make this all happen, uh, I'm sure that just the requirements alone aren't quite enough, but that there will be um, documents that will have to prove this. And so what sort of documents besides the linguistic document will you have to uh, provide to the Italian government? Aside from the language test, basically you have to provide your birth certificate, your passport, and the documents that prove that there is no criminal history because one of the requirements to apply for citizenship through marriage is that you have clean criminal records with a few exceptions meaning that if you committed a crime if the penalty was um, if there was no jail time or if there was jail time up to one year that's also acceptable but um, but you have to provide criminal background checks uh, to prove uh, to show whether you have criminal history and you have to provide these criminal background checks from the FBI, from the federal government, and from the single states in which you have resided throughout your life. Uh, these criminal background checks, they will need to be apostilled and translated into Italian, and the same applies to your birth certificate. And also you have to provide your marriage record to your Italian spouse issued by the Italian municipality where the marriage record was recorded. Once you have obtained all of these documents, which must be issued in the six months uh, prior to when you submit the application, so you need to be sure that you obtain all of these documents basically simultaneously, you can submit your application, uh, and the application is submitted online on the website of the Ministry of Interior, and you'll find the link on the website of your local Italian consulate. So so just to clarify then, from what you're saying, it sounds as though that you don't actually have to physically go anywhere for this. You don't have to go to the consulate in the US or wherever you are, or to be present in Italy to make this happen? I'm happy you asked that. So the application is submitted online, like I just said, but then the consulate will call you to basically present the original documents. So they will check the documents when you file the application online, and that's that counts as the moment in which the application is filed. So from that moment, the application is formally in process, but then at some point, normally shortly thereafter, the consulate will call you to submit the original documents, uh, which will be sent to Rome, uh, to the Ministry of Interior, because the consulate of Italy in this case only acts as the middleman. And uh, to answer your other question, no, you do not have to be present in Italy if you're filing the application from abroad. If the couple resides in Italy, the process is somewhat similar, uh, which means that you still submit the application online through the website of the Ministry of Interior, and then the local prefettura, so not the consulate, but the prefettura will call you to submit the original documents. And just a, another little question to tag on to this topic. How do you actually supply those, um, those, those documents to them? Do you have to uh, ship them in or is it just hand delivery? What's the best way to get that done? It's an in-person appointment, meaning that when they call you, they will schedule an appointment for you and you need to show up at the appointment with the original documents. And uh, once you've gone through that, once you've had your appointment and submitted everything, 
what would be the normal processing time for this uh, this this uh, this particular way of getting Italian citizenship? For people who got married after 1983, the processing time by law is a minimum of two years and a maximum of three years. So it's a fairly long process, and it's possible that the application will be processed uh, more quickly, but normally it takes a minimum of two years. This time frame does not apply to the process that a woman that married a man prior to 1983 has to go through. That's a simplified process. It's completely handled by the consulate or Italian municipality if the couple resides in Italy. Like we said before, there's no language test. Uh, there are no criminal background checks to be presented. The application is as easy as uh, submitting your birth certificate and marriage records and, of course, your identification documents to the consulate or Italian municipality. And then the application is normally processed in a matter of a few months. And uh, that's really interesting. And so it, theoretically, with it being so quick, um, of course, a lot can happen, both good and bad. And what if in the case, say, a couple gets divorced, uh, would that automatically cancel their application? Or would, say, for example, there's something that the, the couple decides that they want to maybe take a step backwards from pursuing this process? Is there a way to stop the process from happening? If the couple gets divorced while the application is being processed, then the application process will stop. Uh, so the law is clear. The couple needs to still be married by the time in which the application is finalized. And after the application is finalized and citizenship is granted, the couple will actually be called to appear to an in-person appointment and during that appointment, they will both need to be present and they will need to sign a document confirming that they're still married, no divorce happened, and the couple still resides together, that there is no legal separation. So, in short, a legal separation or a divorce will prevent the spouse who applied for citizenship um, from completing the process. If the divorce or the separation happen after citizenship is granted, then it doesn't matter anymore the person will continue to have Italian citizenship that, that was obtained uh, through the marriage. Now, the rules are different for um, the case in which the spouse passes, the, the Italian spouse passes. So in, the, in, in such event, the application process can continue and the spouse, the surviving spouse, can successfully get Italian citizenship even if the Italian spouse passed away. And that's a new rule uh, based on the decision of an Italian uh, court that basically changed the situation that we had before where also the passing of the spouse caused the um, impossibility to complete the process. That's really interesting. And this actually leads me to another question that I have because I remember in, I believe it was a previous episode on uh, Italian, uh, uh, getting a visa, permesso di soggiorno, for uh, the spouse of an Italian citizen, that there was a requirement there for the, the, the couple to actually be living together, residing together. For Italian citizenship by marriage, is that same requirement in place that they actually have to live in the same place together? Yes, the couple needs to share the same residency address, and if they don't, they need to provide a uh, signed document where they explain the reasons why 
they do not share the same residency address. So it's possible for the couple to live in different places, maybe for uh, work reasons or maybe temporarily. And if that's the case, they will need to explain uh, to the consulate or to the Italian Prefettura uh, the reasons why uh, the residency address is not the same. Uh, just another follow-up to that follow-up there, then I guess without necessarily giving advice, because this would be very specific to an individual's case, like say if it were um, a temporary period of time that they would be residing in different places, would it be maybe advantageous to actually wait to make the application or would it not really make such a difference in the end? Well, of course, it depends on the reasons why you're living separately. The, the consulate needs to be sure that there is no actual separation uh, between the spouses that maybe could lead to a legal separation or a divorce. Mm -hmm. So if it's if you're able to justify and elaborate on on why you live separately, I don't believe there will be any issues. We have situ we had situations where we had to help clients justify uh, the reasons for the uh, separate or different residency addresses and the application was approved without issues. Thank you so much, Marco, for addressing these frequently asked questions. Of course, we actually have a number of other questions that we want to get into, but uh, I think it would actually be better if we maybe address those in a future episode. So just for the time being, if anybody is needing help to get Italian citizenship through marriage, descent or residency, whatever it may be, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or give us a call. The number is on the website. Well, that's, of course, fantastic. And if you're interested in more content like this about Italian citizenship, be sure that you are subscribed to this YouTube channel as well as the audio-only podcast. But of course, if you are subscribed to the YouTube channel, that means you're also automatically subscribed to the Italian real estate podcast. So there we talk about moving to Italy, getting uh, an apartment, getting a home, renting, purchasing, and also where in Italy to even think about. Definitely worthwhile checking out. It's also another wonderful project that uh, Marco and I collaborate on where we really have dived deep into many of these subjects and continue to do so. But of course, if you're interested in more content about life abroad, living abroad, living abroad as a dual citizen expat, be sure to come over to my channel, youtube.com slash or you can find the audio only podcast, Not Your Average Globetrotter through a Google search. And of course, Mr. Marco Permunian, thank you so much for joining us again uh, for, to make yourself available to answer all of these questions. And thank you for listening in to join us for this episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by Italian Citizenship Assistance. Dot com. Stay safe and healthy out there. Later. Thank you. Bye.